Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. Hi, it's Sally. Thanks for joining us. Here's some highlights from today's show. Uh, yesterday around this time, we're talking about fashion faux pas. You know, like uh, 82% of us have accidentally gone to work or church and worn that shirt that has the tag on it. <laughs> it's like, uh, oops, <clears throat> ma'am, sir, get the tag on your, oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, there's the fly open thing. Oh, goodness. A lot of us have done that. And uh, <laughs> we had someone call yesterday who had the split pants in the back issue. Yep. And, uh, well, this was in school, and he was a little kid, and he went into the bathroom and noticed the paper towels the same color as his pants, and he tried to cover that up, and then went into school, and his teacher's like, uh, Timmy, uh, you have a tail. <laughs> Created a tail that was sticking oh, out of his word. pants. That didn't work That's at amazing. all. Yeah. All right, Judy is with us. What happened? I work in an office where there are four other ladies, and we're all in like open concept so we can see each other. Okay. I wore a, it's a LuLaRoe Carly dress and it's about two feet longer in the back when you wear it properly than the front. Uh I went the entire day with my dress on backwards and not one of them women (laughs) noticed it and it was five minutes before quitting time and one of the gentlemen went up to one of the ladies and said Uh I think Judy has has her dress on backwards and by golly I did and they no. took a picture and it comes up on my Facebook memory and when I got home I shared that picture I said everybody needs a laugh now the best part is the person who laughed the loudest and the hardest the following day had her shirt on inside out <laughs> that's what you call payback yes Who's this? Good morning. This is Robert calling from Albuquerque. Hey, Robert. What's on your mind? I was just calling. You played the little thing about uh, favorite Christmas songs. Yeah. And you played a little jingle from Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, yeah. You mean this one? Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Do, do. Walking do. home from our house Christmas Eve. Oh, you can say there's no such thing as Santa. Yeah, see, what we're trying to do is find out what your favorite Christmas songs, which songs you don't like, and which songs you do like, and trying to weed out, you know, the haves and the haves not. So, you know, yes. put the bad ones over there. <laughs> so, uh, do, you, do you like the uh, Grandma Got Run Over song? Not really my favorite Christmas song, but it holds a dear place in my heart because that song is what led me to Family Life Radio. What? Tell us about this. I'm intrigued. 18 years ago in Albuquerque, my two daughters and I were up on the roof putting up Christmas lights, and we had a radio up there with us, and that song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, came on, and my younger daughter screamed, I can't stand this song. This is not Christmas music. And my older daughter agreed. And I said, okay, go over and find another station with Christmas music. Uh And my older daughter found Family Life Radio, and I have not changed my daughter. Dial since then. What? Mm. 
No way! So what you're saying so, is, Grandma got run over by a reindeer was on another station. <laughs> yes, but they were playing stuff like that, and my daughters did not like it. That is not Christmas music. Oh, how <laughs> so, funny. They changed the station, found Family Life Radio, and that's all that's on in my car uh, uh, and at home. Turn it on Family Life Radio, because we were not playing that song. <laughs> Absolutely, and the songs you play at Christmas are the type of Christmas music that my family enjoys. Oh, that is hilarious. Oh, man. Well, there we go. Yeah, I, it's safe to say Grandma will be safe on our radio station. <laughs> <laughs> family Life Radio. I don't know about you. Uh, I can't read half of what I'm reading. The grammar is so horrible. Oh, my goodness. What has happened? I don't... No, I find it's really bad on social media. Just total disregard for capitalization, punctuation, proper grammar. I Recently, I got a comment from a friend of mine. We were in school together, and she was, she was in all advanced classes, did really well. I know she knows this stuff. There was... No, it was just one big run-on sentence. There were like four sentences crammed into one. No punctuation. Terrible grammar. I'm like, what happened? What happened? See, I'm not as smart as she is. I didn't get that advanced in grammar, but I think I do a little bit better. I try to do my best. Yeah. And by the way, I'll just say this. When it comes to me and social media, I have a little bit of fear. I don't think that you have quite the same fear that I do because you're... I probably should. You're a, you're a postomaniac. I am a postomaniac. You, you're really good. Uh, I have a fear of posting because I'm afraid. Because I know this. This is my problem. Okay, I'm going to post something, and then it's going to be out there forever, for everyone to analyze, and everyone to go, oh, look at that bad word that's misspelled. You didn't. He can't, wow. He can't. Well, look at that horrible sentence structure. Oh, well, this is horrible. Where's the comma here? <laughs> that should not be. That's the wrong word for this. No, I, oh, I get texts and emails from you. You're fine. Oh, I'm just so critical on... I could talk on the radio all day long. Yeah. But when it comes to actually composing something to hit send, like when I'll sit at my desk and compose an email and just go over and over and over it and then finally fire it off. But, uh... Man, social media, I'm having a hard time. Yeah. But I, you're right. I think it is social media. I think this is my thought process. I think this is what happened. It's texting. You think? I think it's the beginning of texting because you can quickly just... And send something. You don't really... A lot of people don't put punctuation in there. And so I think it's caused this bad habit. I don't think we try as much. I guess. I don't know. I just, I, even with texting, emails, with everything I've ever done, I've tried to keep it. I'm not, I'm not perfect with my grammar. I'm not right. perfect with my punctuation, but I try to use basic sentence structure so you know what's going on. And it just seems like that is out the window now. Yeah, it's totally out the window. I don't know. Does it bother you? What, the grandma? Or do you know? Or do you, I just said grandma. You did, does grandma bother See, you with her grammar? Now, now the grammar's affected my speech. I can't even talk. Or, or grandma, does it bother you? <laughs> I'd love to know. Uh, or have you realized your grammar is horrible? And, and how have you overcome this? Is there like a, some sort of grammar class that you've oh gone goodness. to? You know? Maybe there's like a grandma karate class. You can get in, <laughs> and they're like, and they like whip you into shape. You know what I'm talking about? 
Oh, goodness. You can leave with a black route, black belt, and, and grammar. All right, give us a call. we, we got to know, how do you overcome this? Or is it a big deal? Should we not make a big deal? Big deal? Because, you know, there are the grandma, the, the grammar police that can get on top of this. 888-888-9976. You can text us at 58326. And if you text us, please use horrible grammar. It's great. <laughs> Family Life Radio, it's Kankel, Fritz, and Friends. We're talking about grammar these days. We're trying to figure out what happened. In other words, how did we get here with this horrible grammar that a lot of us have? Did this just plop into our lap? Was this a slow fade of awful grammar? <laughs> and we're thinking it is the texting. That texts have become so casual... And social media as well. You see people post stuff and it's just like, yeah. did you read what you posted before you posted or did you just throw it out there? That's kind of Misty and I, that's our thought. Yeah. <laughs> Leanne's with us. What do you think? I think a lot of people just talk into their phone on Siri. I know when I do it, it's amazing what comes up on my screen. <laughs> yes. That is true. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. I didn't exactly say that. Yeah. I'm then, actually surprised I haven't ended up in HR over voice to text. Well, there's that. It just like translates to all kinds of weird stuff. It never comes out right. I, I don't use it for that reason. Right. Yeah. My boss had sent me a text once and he asked me to set an appointment with the big tree. And I thought, <laughs> what? Set an appointment with the big tree. And he, it was supposed to be Teresa. <laughs> oh, Teresa. <laughs> wow. But it came up with the big tree. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so he was like, why were you out front uh, underneath the oak tree at work? <laughs> well, you told me to. Uh, I tried to text my husband. I tried to text my husband yesterday very quickly. Also, also, I think one of the problems is if you're typing quickly, the phone will try to correct for you what it thinks you're trying to say. It does, yes. Which sometimes yeah. it corrects a proper word to something totally off, which happened to me yesterday. I was trying to text my husband that I got caught by someone at work. So I was trying to say, sorry, got caught by someone leaving now. And for whatever reason, what my phone sent was, sorry, got caught by demons leaving now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite what happens. Uh, <laughs> wow, Misty. Yeah. You, uh, your spiritual life is different. <laughs> it was a really intense day yesterday. <laughs> Family Life Radio, we're Kankle, Fritz, and Friends. Talking about that right song at the right time. Maybe you've got a Family Life Radio story where maybe you heard somebody say something on the air and it touched you. And That's all God, by the way. We give all glory to God for this, but love to hear your Family Life Radio story. Erica is with us. Tell us what happened. I had attempted to take my own life. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was in the hospital for about a week and then once I had gotten out of the hospital my stepdad he had picked me up and on the radio was Family Life Radio and the song Mended by Matthew West was on oh yeah and the lyrics when he says when you see wounded I see mended really stood out to me and then also when he says when you see broken beyond repair I see healing beyond belief I just felt like God was talking to me then like hey I'm here for you I see you you're not broken, you know, and that's what God's grace is there for. Mm. Amen. And I'm glad I'm here now. And then like uh, a year later, I had met my husband and now I have two beautiful children and he's truly blessed me. 
Wow. And I have a church family here now, and I serve in the children's ministry at my church. (laughs) What a change. Yeah. Yes. You went from wanting to take your life to, well, attempting it, to uh, hearing a song on the radio that spoke directly to you and your situation. Sounds like you're back good with God to finding a good man. Now you've got got kids. (laughs) (laughs) And not only that, during the, after I was out, I ended up finishing school and getting my bachelor's in social work too. So it's like, I really just put the pedal to the metal, you know, and pushed forward and... That's cool. I said, okay, God, I'm listening. And this all started with one song. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. That is, I mean... These songs, you just can trivialize how important they are, but man, yeah, that, yeah. that's mind-blowing. They're powerful. They are. They are. Yeah. They're very powerful. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. What a story. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm still here. Well, so are we. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I appreciate you guys and your message and the things that, you know, the songs do do for everyone. And it means a lot. Wow. What's your good news? Think about that and then give us a call at 888-888-9976. Rebecca is with us. Tell us what's going on. Well, I just wanted to share how you don't have to let the enemy win when you know that you have a calling on your life. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. Wow. I was in an abusive marriage. I had a bunch of miscarriages. I have been through the ringer. But in October of 2020, I saw that the Lord, what he wanted me to do was to be a social worker Mm. and to use all of my life experiences where for a long time I was like, God, why me? I came to this realization finally that the Lord had been preparing me for a life in social work. I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. God, if you want me to be a social worker, you have to help me get the money for it and you're going to have to pay for it. Just like Gideon, I put out my fleeces. Within two days, I already had approval from the government through the FAFSA thing. And then within two more days, I was accepted to the local college. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And I have not had to pay a single dime this whole time. I'm about to finish up at the local community college. And I I applied to four universities so I could get my bachelor's in social work. Mm -hmm. I got into all four universities that I applied to. One of them is a Big Ten school here in Michigan that actually has the number one social work program in the entire country and is 30 minutes down the road from me. Wow. Wow. One of the college administrators at the college that I'm at saw me walking with a cane one day and asked if she could carry my bag and one thing led to another. And she told me that the university that I'm about to go to has a program where if you transfer in with a grade point average of 3.5 and your income is below a certain level, they will pay for two years of your bachelor's, which is how much I have left. Nice. Wow. (laughs) Well, that's pretty awesome. And God doesn't call you to something and then leaves you high and dry. Yeah. Right. No, he does not. Way to go. Thank you very much, you guys. You have a great day. I appreciate what you do. You're at the checkout there at the, at the restaurant, and they swing that thing around, and you should I put a tip in? Should I not? Although I ordered everything, I kind of did everything on my own. There wasn't a server asking you what I was eating. Yeah, like a fast food place. Exactly. Okay. I'm confused. What do I do here? Then you walk away. You feel guilty if you didn't put in a tip, and oh, wow, what a jungle gym of emotions. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. 
All right, so <laughs> Nikki is with us. Help us out here. What do you do? So as a former server, I, of course, feel that if somebody is providing a service, that you should tip, but you shouldn't also feel obligated. I don't tip for fast food. But if somebody's carrying a great conversation with me and I love their energy, I tip. Uh, well, I, I well, let me put it this way. Servers, mm-hmm. I tip. Yes. Yeah, if someone's performing a service for me, I tip. I get confused where... When I walk up to a counter, I put in my order, and then they call my number, I come up to counter, and I pick it up. I'm confused about that. Yeah. Should I tip then? I don't essentially tip then. But if something is pulling me towards, I should give them something a little extra, then I tip. So you, what you're doing is you're following the Holy Spirit. Of course. You're, you're following that something's pulling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's the way to do it. That's a, I was about to say that's a very good measure of what to do when to do it. Exactly. I like that. We should all live that way. Yes. Yeah. You know what? You're a good person. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I tried. I like that. Okay. That's uh, that. Well, that's a rule of thumb for just for good living, I think. Of course. Yeah. I think that we should all do that. We should all listen to what God is trying to tell us to do. Yeah. Because you, just by doing that, you could be totally making somebody's day as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Who knows? God could be telling you to give more than normal or give something else or do something completely different on top of that. 100%. Good stuff. Well, thanks for calling in. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends. We've been talking about that strange tipping thing. Uh, And you said that you have a pet peeve, though, at the drive-thru. Tell us what's going on. When I go through the drive-thru and they ask me, do you want your change? What? I've had that happen before. You have at the drive-thru? Yes. Do you want your change? Really? Yeah, and and sometimes it's like $6 change. And they say, do you want your change? And I said, of course I want my change. I have never (laughs) been asked that before. It's, it's kind of just, it feels a little shady. That doesn't sound right. No. Yeah. Well, you know, you are in Roswell, so maybe that's some sort of alien thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess that could be. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need the money to get back, right? <laughs> Experience hope. Family Life Radio. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let it's time for that joy report. Give us a call right now, 888-888-9976, and tell us what's bringing you joy. Tom is with us this morning. Tell us what's going on. I'm thankful for something, and it also is bringing me joy. I had uh, shoulder surgery, good shoulder, about nine weeks ago tomorrow. Okay. And I was able to put a T-shirt on for the first time this morning. Wow, well, that's oh, good. I know it goodness. sounds simple, it sounds minor, but I haven't been able to get my left arm to where I could wear anything other than a button-down shirt. And yeah. it just feels so good to have a T-shirt on. Well, I think Sally can relate to where you're coming from. Seven yep. weeks ago, I broke my shoulder plate. We haven't talked about it on the radio at this point because I cry. Oh. I totally understand the pain of trying to get dressed every morning. Even now, it's been seven weeks. And I just said to my husband moments ago, I said, this is the most painful part of my day yeah. is to try to get clothes on. And boy, I, I get the joy as well. I told him at the same time, you know what? I'm feeling better every day. Until those things are taken away, you don't understand the joy that you and I are feeling because we could put soft clothes on. I don't. I. I I totally get. I'm wearing a 
a sweater today that I had to pull over my head. And I'm like, hallelujah, you know? Yeah. So thank you. And it's always good to be reminded of the little joys that we overlook. You know, sometimes they're taken away and we go, oh, yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah. You don't know what you have till you don't have it. Right. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Thank you guys again for what you do. It does a lot of good. Well, thank you. All glory to God. So how are things at work for you? If you happen to have a job, do you go into your job going, yes, can't we, you know, I can't wait to be here today. Or is like, oh, the doldrums, I'm driving into work. I really wish I wasn't here. In fact, I can't wait to go home. Well, this is cool. We've got Tim Kimmel and Michael Tooker. They've written the book, Grace at Work, The Secret to Getting More from Your Job Than a Paycheck. And, you know, we just went through the great resignation, gentlemen. People are leaving their jobs in droves for, well, what they think is the grass is greener on the other side, for better jobs. And I'm just curious, what's going on? Why are they leaving? What is the symptom of all this? What's going on here? People are trying to get something out of work that God never intended for it. Really? That's interesting. What is it that they're looking for? People are showing up and saying, I need this job to meet my needs. And regardless of what those needs are, I need it to give me status, significance, money. And that's not yeah. the intention necessarily. It may do that. It may do some of those things, but right. that's, not, that's not God's design yeah. for. Let's say a person sets out, my big need in life is I want to be wealthy. They set a trajectory that they're going to impose enormous stress on the people they work with, to the, the company they work for, and also they have an unbiblical goal. There's nothing wrong with becoming wealthy. It's when we need to be wealthy to feel like we're significant. That's when we drank the Kool-Aid of this culture, and it'll take you down. Or the standard graduation speech is, you need to find a job that you truly love and do what you want. Well, if we need joy and happiness, for our job to deliver that, it's probably going to let us down. When we look at our job, not so much from what we can get from it, but what we can bring to it. We can bring something to work with us as followers of Jesus that change the whole climate and temperature in that work arena. There's something that God can help us bring to the table through our relationship with Him that can bring that temperature in a room either up or down to a comfortable level at the relational level. I love that. Instead of going in, going, what can I get from my job? What can I bring to this atmosphere through Jesus that can change people's lives? Hey, sure hope you enjoyed the podcast. Invite you to like us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for FLR Mornings. Thanks for listening to the Kinkel Fritz and Friends podcast heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.